<laughs> no, no, because sorry. When we do the live show, this song I'm gonna start it like this. Trip that you plan for the next whole week. Been too long for a brother so cheap and your flex so deep, sex so deep. You got it, girl, you got it. I don't wanna play no games. You got it, girl, you You gotta go up, man. You gotta you gotta set the mood low, then go up with it, all the way up to the top with it. And here we go. The following podcast contains explicit language. I have a place to have a mic in my hand. Without that, it's like kryptonite and Superman. Seven times out of ten, we listen to our podcast at night. Thus spawns the title of this program. Facade Podcast Film. What's happening? <laughs> hey, hey, tis I. What y'all doing? What's going on? This is the Facade Podcast, hosted by the two of me. The professor, the student, hip-hop junkie, R&B savant, the radical conservative, hustler, never the informant, the one who seeks to understand while being understood. Here, all are welcome. Now, I know my nerd don't always translate well, but bear with me. <laughs> so how, what, how y'all doing I'm, I'm extraordinarily well. Like, extraordinarily well? Well? Man. I can't, I, I, man. I, so sometimes that, that good news, so I've been, I've been having, so I don't think I got writer's block, but I think I got writer's gap, right? So I, I, so I got, I don't, I say that it's not that I can't write, but it's just certain times I try to write, and it, it don't be coming out, like right then. And then sometimes it, it just flows, right? And so I got to leave and go right because it's just, it just ready to go. And so, yeah, I've been working on this manuscript. Uh, uh. <laughs> so I got to have it done by August 1st, which ain't, ain't going to be done by August 1st. So, But I'm going to keep writing because that's just what I, you know, that's part of what I do in the real world. Anyway, be back to the Facade Podcast. I, I, hey, I hope y'all, everything's going well for y'all. We, I didn't got this... Uh, this is uh, season one, episode 14. Yay, yay. This ain't the football episode. You know, two touches is 14. We're actually 12, two extra points. But, you know, we boycotting the NFL this year. So I ain't trying to hear nothing that they talking about, even though my man Kaepernick got paid. We talked about that last one. So here we go. Um, I hope everything's well with y'all. I'm hype. I got my Apogee mic. Yay, yay. Got my Apogee hype mic. And I got my uh, Sure MV88 Plus mic. So we're going to do these visuals starting next week. Yeah. So what I'm going to try to do is record the podcast at a different location. Undisclosed. They all got a studio. I just want to be somewhere undisclosed and just rock out to it and just get it and just get the visuals of it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready for that. We're going to try to do something totally different. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be what it is. You dig? I know I, it is what it is. So anyway, this is uh, to, to the new listeners. What's up with y'all? This is the Facade Podcast. Hosted by me, Sonny Hip Hop, Doc Hotch. Here's the format. So we doing introduction. Already did that. Got five random topics. Going to my therapy exercise. Either or, neither nor. Those segments, they follow by what we not going to do. Yeah, what we not going to do. And then uh, talking about, which is y'all hitting the DMs for me to, 
you know, answer a question. We got a good question this time. This this one. Now they was all good questions, but we got a good question too. And the last one is the detangle. And that's that's when we go out. So I'm trying to give y'all about 90 minutes for y'all work day. Hold on, let me get this coffee. So for those of you who got whatever type of coffees that y'all drink, let me know. If y'all want to mail me some coffee for me to get grinded up. And uh yeah, I can drink it on the mic or however y'all want to do it. Let's do it. And so hey, I'm with the hey sidebar. So I'm on Twitter, right? I get a, a tweet, a DM tweet from a guy. He's like, hey, when you gonna post some more uh, video, some more foot pics? I need to see them foot pics. <laughs> a guy. I was like, hey, you want you want pics or you want video? Let me let me know what you want. He hit me back. He said both. <laughs> and then I hit him back with, uh, let, I'm gonna send you my cash out shortly. And then he hit me back with. Damn, why everything got to be paid for? <laughs> so I'm like, hey, man, it's capitalism, man. It's, it's the way of the way. My feet is extra sexy. You know how many mouths my feet been in? Come on, man. College days, I, I had to wear flip-flops. I couldn't even wear socks on SMU campus because my feet was wet all the time from all the mouths that my feet was in. But I ain't going to say no names because I don't want nobody to get mad. I might lose a couple of listeners from back in the day. But anyway... Y'all, I'm, I'm going to start out. And this, don't even, this ain't even my topics. I ain't getting into my topic topics yet. But I, I just got to do this one little blurb. 2019, I'm a guy. I'm like, hey, I'm on TV or I'm on my YouTube channel. And I'm like, hey, young kids, I want y'all to come to my house so we can play all day. Right? We can hang out. We can use our imaginations. I'll make y'all lunch. Come on through. Don't bring your parents, just you, the young kids. Come through. I'm here for that, right? I'm getting arrested. Somebody going to call me a child molester. But in 2019, it's a, it's a movie about Mr. Rogers, right? And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not calling Mr. Rogers a child molester because, hey, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what he is or who he was. But back in the day, I was like, man, that's kind of cool. Like, he's just a cool white dude. He wants you to come through, relax, make you feel good. We're going to play a little bit. Go back to the house. I was young then and impressionable. I'm a grown man now. So when I saw the movie trailer, I was like, man, Tom Hanks. That's my guy from Big. He was in Philadelphia with uh, Denzel. Loved it. But then I, then I started thinking about it with my 2019 mind. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give Tom Hanks two to the chest. Mr. Rogers, he had to get two to the chest. Okay, come on over. Just drop your kids off. <laughs> And I'm going to stay here and play with them. Just us. No, we're not doing that. 2019, people's excited about this Mr. Rogers movie. I don't want to be traumatized. I'm not excited about it. It may be just about the making of the movie or whatever. I mean, it's Tom Hanks, but it just, it's just one of the times you'd be like, oh, you see one of your people that you, you was, they was cool with you back in the day when you was a kid, but now you realize in your adult life that wasn't appropriate. That wasn't appropriate. R. Kelly getting ready to go to prison for something similar. Okay, it wasn't something similar, but hey, you know what I'm saying. I'm off Mr. Rogers. Hey, this, these are my these are my five uh, topics that we get ready to cut into, and so this is the first one right here. So I had a conversation over the weekend, right, with uh, a couple of my friends, and we was talking about friends with benefits, right. And so I know it's some uh, you know it's some it's some younger audience listening to this, so I'm finna get real. If you're on a college campus. And you got a friend with a benefit, 
I need to know what that's like, right? What that means to you. Like let's let's define, let's narrowly define friends with benefits, right? Because to me, if you're a friend with a benefit, like you can put me on your insurance, right? That's a benefit for me, right? Or your uh your your Roth 401k, I'm getting some kickback on that once a month. Like that's a benefit to me, right? To me. And so like my friends, that's women. Like, my friends' friends that's women. Like, I go way back with friends that's women. Like, they can be naked in front of me all day long, and ain't nothing popping off because they my friends. They like dudes to me. Like, we can hang out. We can go get shots. We can go to the golf course. We can go, like, whatever it is that we're doing, we're doing it because you're my friend. Like, you're my friend. The benefit of the friendship is the love that we share, like, over time, right? If you call me crying on some, you know, so-and-so did this to me, he, he broke my heart open just to see what was inside, we might have to call somebody, get him missing. I mean, not missing. Well, okay, let me back up. I didn't really say that. I can't delete because I'm, I'm one-take Drake on the podcast, so scratch that. You know, if something happened to one of my friends that's a girl, that's a woman, we're going to handle that situation real time. But benefits? I'm like, oh, oh, wait, hold on. I'm like, benefits? Like, I don't have no benefits. But but some people define, the people I was talking to, they was like, well, a friend with a benefit. So this is my guy. Well, you know, this how he, this how he sound when he talk. And you know, a friend with a benefit is, I call it 2 in the morning. I'm coming through. I'm going to get some, you know, some uh, whatever, in and out burger, bring it over. We eat that, and I'm in and out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hold on. First of all, with all that grease that's on your stomach, you don't want to have interactions with uh, somebody after that because you don't want to have to get up from that and go take a break, take a shower, and then come back to that because the mood is all off. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I don't. I the person haven't done that. I don't know about that how that looks, but I've heard about it. <laughs> and, and it is trash, especially when it's mid interaction. Like, you know, it can go from, oh, to, oh, and stomach, yeah, you just bubbling. Stomach extra bubbling. So don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't. But I don't understand that rationale. Like, even with the women we I talked to, they was on some, yeah, well, you know, he's a guy. With the, the women are always more intellectual with the breakdown. Well, he's a guy that I care about, or, or maybe not. But, you know, whenever I need, um, you know, some concentration time that's just focused on me and my needs, he comes through. And I'm like, but that's your, is he your friend? Like, if this really your friend, you're not smashing your friend. And they your friend? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand what that, what that means to me. Because again, my friends as girls, that's women, yeah, they just, they like dudes to me. Matter of fact, I don't want dudes in front of me naked. My guy friends, I don't want them in front of me naked either. But it'll be the same reaction. Well, actually, if my guy friends in front of me naked, that'd be extra nasty. But my female, my women friends that'd be in front of me naked, that wouldn't be nasty, but I wouldn't be attracted, right? But that's just me. Ain't no friends with benefits. I need a real benefit, right? Like, I can, like... I, you drive for Uber, I got you locked in, so every time I push your, for you, it goes by, it bypasses the normal people, and then you come to pick me up every single time. That's what I'm talking It's like a driver concierge. That's a friend with a benefit, not sex. That don't make sense to me. I just, am I, am I wrong? Why, why y'all looking at that? They looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not, I don't think I'm crazy. Sex ain't a benefit. Yeah, sex is, man, sex is a crap roll. 
It ain't, hey, it ain't a benefit to sex. So, yeah, I'm talking about a real benefit, benefit. But if you're so friend, friend, yeah, you're not, you're not smashing. I'm, I'm off that. You're not, you're not smashing a real friend, friend. Anyway, second, this ties into the second thing, right? So, sex talk. So, me and my son, I don't, I ain't uncomfortable about having no talks with my son about nothing. I'm not. We're not going to do that. I remember mean, my daddy, when he, he, uh, Tried to have a sex talk with me, and he was more uncomfortable than I was. <laughs> and I, I don't know why. He was just a man trying to talk to a, a young boy about sex, right? He was on some, well, you know, son, uh, when two people care about each other, you know, they uh, they visit each other, and, you know, not in their parents' house. They don't do that, but they visit each other in a hotel that they pay for or not in the backseat of their car. They visit each other, you know, and uh, they get to know each other. <laughs> he, he starts sweating. <laughs> but they start sweating, you know. They they get to know each other, and then, but, but before that, before that, you know, they, the, you know, they got protection. It's there. Present and utilized, you know, he was he was hella formal. <laughs> Protection is there, it's utilized, and you get to know each other, you know, because you young, 17, so you may get to know each other four or five times in like two hours. Understand that, and then y'all pray about it afterwards because you shouldn't have been doing it, but you sinned, you you fell short of the wisdom and the glory of God, and then you pray for it, and then you you, you feel a little guilty because you just the spirit is on you, so you feel guilty, not how you was on her. But, you know, the spirit feels guilty, it make you feel guilty and because you, you was in sin and you fornicated and then it just, it just went off the rails. He, <laughs> after that right there, I was like, yeah, he, I, I zoned out after that, the whole scene. I, I think he was trying to tell me, he was encouraging me that if I have sex, that I wear a condom, but if I, but, but don't have sex because you're a Christian and you shouldn't have sex. But if you do, you're going to feel guilty. Yeah, he just, it was, it's the sex talk was all over the place. But my son. Oh man, yeah, we we have uh, all kind of talks. So I, the name's been changed to protect the innocent. So my son, you know, he he be moving around. You know, he's going to California to go do his thing, his uh his rap thing. And so I was like, hey, uh, do you think, son? And it, <laughs> so, but I always go back to the debate, like, hey, you know, what you been up to? You in my city? You been here for a year? You know, I I ain't silly. What's, what's going on with you, man? Like, who, what, when, where, how, why, what, you know, what's your playlist? Was you wearing your slides? You know, did you, uh, what was the, how'd it go down? Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Because it better not be going down here at my house. Like, it better not be going down here at my house because all your stuff will be out on the curb in the back, packed in the back of your car, in your trunk, and I won't care where you end up living. And so it was just it's just funny to me how uncomfortable he was. Like I like I transitioned. I see myself go from my pops being extra uncomfortable to me being and I was comfortable with him talking. It was just awkward for him and to me being extra comfortable and my son being extra uncomfortable. And so, you know, I just that, that was just a funny I, I wonder how how y'all have sex talk. Is it, you know, is it is it with your kids? Like do you advise your kids? You know, some people be like, hey, you shouldn't have sex till you get married. And then your kid, get, and then you know, you know people that got married and the sex be trash, but they call that married so they can't get divorced. Or you do you tell your kids, hey, uh, have sex before you get married, 
Like, what, <laughs> what does that look like? That's something I'm never going to tell my daughter. Like, never, ever. I never told my son that, but I, that would just be totally awkward. So do you, I don't know. How, how do you, how did that go? Some people be like, hey, well, you know, if you do what God say, both of y'all virgins. So it's just going to be, ain't no comparison. Ain't no bar been set. So whatever you do is best for you. Right? So it's like cars, right? So I can get a Toyota. I can get a uh, Camry. I like Camry. That's a pretty cool car. I like a Maxima. A Maxima. Is Maxima made by Toyota? Is that No, that's Nissan. Right. So I get a Nissan Maxima. Maxima's dope. The new ones, they look like they levitate. They extra dope. I could get that, but if I get that as my first car and I never get another car, all I know is Maxima. Like Maxima, I know the miles per gallon. I know, uh, I know, you know how everything works. Blah blah blah. Bluetooth, CarPlay, I got all that, right? But if you know, if you got out there and you had a Maxima and a Toyota and a Bentley and a, you know, I, I don't know, uh, Enzo, Ferrari, like if you had all that, whew, and then you get married to a, you know, a Prius. <laughs> You're going to be craving that Enzo, like that Bugatti. You're going to be thinking about that Bugatti while you're in your Prius. And so, you know, I I don't know. I need advice from y'all. Like, how do y'all have conversation with your, with your, if you got kids, you know, for the for the listeners that's in the 30s and 40s that listen to the Facade Podcast, or if you're just young on these college campuses, what y'all be saying? How did that work? How you give advice to your peers about how they should move? Through these streets, right? Do you just be like, hey, invite them over, we're gonna pray, or we're gonna eat, we're gonna cook, we're gonna, you know, whatever. And so it was just funny to see my son. I brought it up because it was funny to see him nervous. He was like, hey, 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 did he only wanna ask you what? You asked me about if I have the slides on or not. <laughs> I was just like, hey, man, you, you know, you be talking. And so I'd be asking. That's all. We just, we just having that, that type of conversation. Number three. So it's this, uh, this show on Netflix called uh, Divorce Games. Divorce. H- hold on. Let me, let me pull up my Netflix. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up my Netflix. It's something about the divorce. Divorce something. So just as a caveat, I'm not trying to get divorced. But it's a. Uh, man, 100. It's these women. Money heist. Why, why is this stuff coming up? Uh, I can't find it. But it's like the rules for divorce. It's these women. They in a crew, and they uh, they be talk. They be talking about getting. They they be getting played by these guys that be you know. Hold on, I'm, I'm finna find the rules for divorce. D I V O R C E. Bam. No oh, man, I, I don't know. It's girlfriends. I, I don't know. Anyway, it's just it's a bunch of women that's getting played, and uh, it's kind of funny to me. Cause they getting played and they know it, but they don't care. And that's something else. Hey, does everybody know the rules? Everybody can make a choice, and so you really can't get played. But what I back to what I was saying. Uh, what was I saying? Hold on. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So in this in this show, it's this guy that's a gigolo, right? And so the guy's a gigolo, and the girl falls in love with him. Well, she don't really fall in love with him, but she's like you know. He's a gigolo. The first time she paid for him, they went to the hotel, and she just cried. And was like, oh, you know, I'm sad. This My life could be better. You know, blah, blah, blah. And it got me to thinking. And I was like, you know, I missed my window to be a gigolo. Yeah. But I didn't miss my window to be a mentalo. 
So bear with me. So a mental low is like a gigolo, but it's just mental, right? So first of all, it's a lot of women that meet guys and all they do is talk about themselves the whole time. So the women don't like that. They don't want to hear you ramble about your job and your car and your video games and going out with your boys and your shoe collection. Women don't want to hear about that. They really don't want to hear about that. Guys, don't talk about that. Nobody wants to hear that rambling. What women want is they want you to listen to what they have to say. And then when they're ready for you to talk, they'll let you know. They want you to engage, right? And I was thinking, I wonder if it's a market for women that don't get listened to. You know, or women that just all day long, they talk about business stuff, professional business stuff. None of the stuff they really love, none of the topics they really care about, none that's really makes them passionate. The stuff they do after they get off work, right? Who they are as a person, just professional stuff. And that woman just get off and be like, hey, I need a mental low. I need an hour. I need to be met and, and be able to have some intellectual stimulating conversation about a variety of topics from... You know, I don't know, wormholes to uh, uh, bee pollination to, uh, I don't know, uh, how you make string cheese. I don't know. Whatever whatever women want to talk about. They should have that service at any time where they can just call and cash out the dollar sign facade podcast. Yeah. And I'm here, I'm here, I'm here to listen to your situation. If you, if you need help, I'm here to listen. I could be your mental old. Even for guys, I could be your mental. I know it's guys out there that be like, hey, you know, women don't never ask me about what I think because I'm fine. And because I'm fine, they think I got a, I don't got a brain in my head. They think I'm dumb. And I be wanting to have, uh, you know, intellectually stimulating conversation. And I'll be like, yeah, that's it. Let's talk, son. Have a seat. And I stimulate, I stimulate that man's mind like I will that woman's mind. Make no mistake about it. Your boy's an L7. Yeah, extra square. So we can dive into the topics, it's whatever, but a mental low. Yeah. I think I can do that. I think it's, I think it's a market. Now I'm still working on the name. Like mental low is like a ment it sounds like I'm mental on the low, which means that like I'm that I hear that as I'm really not, I don't know if I'm smart, or you had a low expectation that I would be smart because it's on the low, or you might think because I'm a man, like it's not mental, it has to be spelled mental low. Like mental with a O, mental O. Yeah, I'm still working. I'm working on a name, but I think that would be extra dope. Yeah, because I, I don't understand why people would pay for the services of a gigolo just anyway. Because, yeah, but mentalo, yeah, that'd be it. I could fly all over the country and just post up. Hey, this is it. Let's have this conversation. I'm not here to judge you. If you want to talk about whatever, you know, whatever the, your thing is, we can talk about it. You could be vulnerable with me. You can trust me with your secrets. Consider my listening of your life like a black hole. Every time black hole takes in all of that knowledge, all them secrets you have, gone out the other side. I don't even know where it's at again. I never, I don't even know your name after that. After you, after you hit dollar sign for some podcast and we have our conversation, fly me to your city, or we can just talk on the cell phone, however you need it to work. We can do it. I'm here to listen to your concerns, guys and girls alike. I, I could be your mental load. <laughs> Yes, I could be your mental load because I'm out here in this feet pics game. So I'm sending these feet pics and videos to this guy. As soon as he hit me back with the amount that I asked for, if he hit me back, <laughs> so sidebar, if this dude hit me back with the amount that I asked for, 
I'm going to make any kind of video he want with my feet. With me running water on my feet, with me, uh, whatever he need me to do, I'm going to do that and keep sending it to him. I, I promise you. I promise you. I put that on this podcast. If he sent me the, if he sent me the amount of money that I asked for, it's on. But anyway, Mentalo. I'm your Mentalo, ladies. Guys, you need somebody to listen to your deepest and darkest. Now, well, so if you're talking about killing somebody, I can't sign off on that. You know, or anything with uh, like animals. <laughs> anything with killing or animals, I can't listen to. But other than that, hey, I'm your mental Go ahead and hit me up. Doc Hodge. Yeah. DM Facade Podcast. I'm here to listen to and talk to you about your situation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm your mentalo. Anyway, this this topic four. Now, hey, so this was the funniest thing, right? So my daughter is getting, I'm getting ready to take her to camp, right? And then she shows me some pictures. So she showed me some pictures through her phone. And I was like, hey, uh, I like these pictures of you. You're beautiful in these pictures. I said, but hey, your friend in this picture, your friend's teeth is yellow. Like you need to tell your friend it's no, it's that bright white strips. You got a, a Listerine mouthwash. It's, it's all types of way. They got the, uh, uh, man, what's the red? Oh, what's the red? What's the red toothpaste with the red and the white? Is it dentine? I don't know, man. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's with the charcoal. It's like the charcoal in it. Anyway, it's this thing where, you know, you use charcoal, it'll make your teeth whiter or whatever, oxidize something, blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, I was like, yeah, she need to get some of that, Isis. You need to fix that because her mouth is looking extra funky. And then Isis was like, no, Dad, all you got to do is this right here. And I was like, what? She So Isis clicks on the picture, and then she clicks on, I don't know what it is, so she clicks on Airbrush. It's like Airbrush app or whatever. And then she, she uses her finger to go over the girl's, mouth over her teeth and then clicks the button and her teeth are white instantly just like that i was like what nothing is real anymore i don't understand that nothing's real anymore i i just i just i hate filters i hate the fakeness but i did think about this it'd be extra dope if they had an underarm out 100 <laughs> percent not under armor, but an underarm app. So you know you got to, you know I don't know if y'all got a phone where you got the uh what you got the Q card, Q things. You so if you got a uh if you got an iPhone or uh, Android, you can scan, you open the app and then scan some the picture or the QR code, and then it takes you to the website, show the information. What would be extra, extra dope is if I could look at you, smell your phone coming out from under your arms, hold up my phone, click on it. And then your underarms be extra fresh. <laughs> I know that I know that sounds terrible, but there's some people out here. Yeah, don't come to the gym. So sidebar, this is my third day of uh, CrossFit training. I'm getting stronger. I realize that CrossFit ain't it ain't about how strong you are. CrossFit is basically about like how agile you are, you know. But it's just yeah, and it's people that's there. Yeah, don't don't come to the gym funky already. Like, don't, how are you funky already? Like, you just got here. Like, I, I take three showers a day. I, I take a shower in the morning, I go work out, and then I take a shower, a, another shower, and then I take a shower at night. Like, that's three showers. It's cool. There's no limit on showers, y'all. No limit on showers, please. Just, 
Just get get un, get in it. So I'm I'm an investor. I'm willing. I'm like the Shark Tank, low budget, like twenty thousand dollars. That's that's all I got to invest. We need to come out with that underarm out because it's a bunch of people out there that got the funk. Woo! We want the funk. We don't. We don't. I don't want the funk. I don't want to smell your funk. Your funky arms. <laughs> So keep keep that to yourself. Not that I'm trying to be turned on, because I'm not. But that is a definite turn off. <laughs> and this this the fifth topic. So I've been thinking, right? And so I've been thinking that God. So I've been thinking about God a lot lately, right? So I've been I've been thinking about time and God, right? Because I I just been thinking about do I have enough time to you know move through this earth? Is it just I'm missing things. I'm, I'm trying to do too much. I've been watching this show on Netflix called Dark Matter, right? So you know, you know, I'm, I'm a when it comes to any time, any space time continuum, I'm an extra super extra nerd, right? Super nerd. And so Dark is basically saying, so you know how time is past, present, future. It's sequential, right? Dark is basically saying that time is stacked on top of each other. So the future is at the top and the past is at the bottom. So whatever you do in the future. Is the it impacts the thing that's in the past, right? So this is I give you an example. It's this guy named Jonas, and so Jonas is in the present. Jonas' father hangs himself, right? And so Jonas is with his friends, and they go they're outside and they find this cave, right? One of the friends is the little homie, is the little homie, is the homie's little brother, and so what happens is Jonas they. They go to the cave. They all get flashlights. There's this big, loud roar. And then uh, this this MP thing goes off. And they all their flashlights go out. And they start running and get unseparated. Sorry, get separated. And then uh, they all come together, the teenagers. They're like, where's the, the little homie at? Where's Mikkel? And Jonas was like, oh, I thought he was with y'all. And then come to find out, Mikkel gets lost. He goes into the cave. He goes back in time to 1986. So they end 2019. Mikkel goes back to 1986, right? So he's caught. In 1986, then Mikkel ends up meeting Jonas' mama and then becomes Jonas' daddy in the present, which is 2019. And it's just it's just weird, right? Because they, they believe that things happen in 33-year segments. So then 2019, then 2008, sorry, 2019, Mikkel's in 1986. Mikkel's daddy goes through the cave to go back, but he jumped too far back. He's in 1953. Jonas goes back in time. He's in 1921. The key is it's a 99-year cycle. So every 99 years, there's an apocalypse, and the earth is destroyed. Great show. But it got me to thinking about God. Because the, the premise is God don't exist, right? Like as a, as a being that, that, gives, uh, that gives love and life and grace, that don't exist. They saying God is time. And the only way for us to achieve mortality is to exist outside of time. So they keep trying to go back in time to create a machine where they can exist outside of time so they never old, so they become immortals. Ah, <laughs> it's really cool. So it got me to thinking. It was Helen the other day, and I was thinking to myself, God is a good God. Like, he's a gracious God. Like, you always hear about, I hear about hell storms, right? And hell always be, you know, like, golf ball size hell. Like, you might hear, you got nickel size hell. You got dime size hell. You got golf ball size hell, right? Oh, even softball. But you never really hear, like, you got basketball size hell. <laughs> I 
or medicine ball size hell. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see. I want God to be so mad that He hit us with the medicine ball size hell, like the thirty pound joint. That now that would be that would get my attention. Like I believe in God anyway, but I'm just saying like. If you a sinner, if you just out here wilding, like that would get your surely, that would get your attention. But I feel like God be like, ah, uh, nah, I'm gonna hit y'all with the tsunami, or I'm, I'm gonna just tear, I'm gonna use this tornado to tear your whole neighborhood up and kill like a thousand of y'all, <laughs> which is terrible, by the way, because I don't want anybody to get killed. So that's not what I'm laughing at. What is funny to me is that I be just like, you know, God is cool. Like that. Like he'll give it to you, but he won't give it to you. Like he won't take your life life. But he'll remind you that, hey, I'm here. And so I, I just, I've been thinking about that. Like what the grace of God look like to me in real time. And what does time look like? And so i just been, it's just a conundrum. It's just it's a conundrum that I've been going through. And, not, and it sounds like I'm rambling. I'm not. Because I've been thinking about this for a week. It's just you hearing it now. And it's all spilling out. So it sounds like rambling to you. But it's not. It's not rambling to me. But it may sound like rambling to you. But hey, anyway, that's my five random topics. We're 32 minutes in. So this is, uh, again, Facade Podcast. The reason why I founded it is because I got anger management issues. And so I went to my therapist. And she was like, let's do the written journal thing. I was like, I get paid to write. I don't have time to write extra stuff. She was like, well, you need to deal with your anger because it's problematic or you wouldn't be here. I was like, you're right. It is problematic. So what do you think I should do? She was like, come up with something. Like, I'm not here to give you answers. I'm here to listen to your answers. And I was like, okay. So I asked my questions that I answer. She was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm paying you for that. She was like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's do it then. So I was like, can I create a podcast? She was like, yes. But if you do it, it got to be a real one. Can't be a fake one. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you a question to get your brain going about every episode. Here's a question she gave me. What is the hip-hop video that made you most afraid? Why and how does it tie into your real, real life? Whoo, man, I thought about it. And this is the one that made me most fearful, and I'll tell you why. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here's one for example. Everybody knows I'm a llama, I'm a monster. At the concert, I'm gonna need to see you, see your hands at the concert. Uh, uh, everybody knows I'm a llama, I'm a monster. Okay, so listen, I don't know if y'all seen this video. This video is nuts. It comes on, people getting lynched, like they hanging from the neck, just women. It's really misogynistic. But it's just hanging as women, right? Why they doing it? At the beginning of Kanye's verse and Rick Rock, well, Rick Ross verse come on first, but well, Rick Ross singing the hook. So, what's weird to me is it's just all these, they got women that are like dead, but they got them mixed in with mannequins. And they got Kanye got like walking dead, people trying to bust through the window, trying to get them. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it just, yeah, Nikki rapping to herself, ghouls and yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It was just, I know. And then my love again, a million to pull out. So I was like, yeah, I just that video. So my strong second was, uh, I'm just sitting alone with the room standing candles. So I don't know if y'all know what song that is. 
But Ghetto Boys, my favorite chicks on me. One of Scarface verses is about um, uh, basically he's he's his own worst enemy. That's like that's how I got. It. I took that out of it. Like his he sees a person like him, same hat, same everything, same gear, right? And it's uh, but it vanishes. That person's looking in on him, and so it's just kind of weird. What, what's what's scary about it to me is like it made me afraid, kinda. Like, cause we all got inner demons. Like, Brother Lynch Hong got a couple songs and videos. I don't even talk about. That's how scary they are. But, but, but realistically, like for me, I was like, yeah, this is uh, this kind of got me. I'm kind of scared, just a little bit, kind of scared. And I don't get scared often, but I was kind of scared when I saw, you know, the Kanye the Monster video, cause this made me. Both of those videos are about death approaching you or trying to catch you. Cause you know death gonna win. Death is undefeated. We all gonna die, right? And so I just yeah. Them, them, both of those videos, Monster and My Plan Tricks on Me, they were just they tied into my reality. Cause I'm like I, I'm paranoid. You know I got a healthy sense of paranoia. I'm not always looking over my shoulder, but I got I worry though. I got a healthy sense of paranoia. Cause I be I be, you know, death is coming. It's out there, and I ain't trying to see death at all ever. I'm trying to be a centurion. Let it be a hundred and one. You dig? And so yeah, that was my uh, that's my therapy exercise. The song that's most scary has to be uh, Monster. Yeah, for sure, Monster, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. And so now that I've I've opened up to y'all about my fears, <laughs> my hip hop video music song fears, we get we getting ready to get to this either or, right? We we thirty seven minutes in. So hold on, let me let me turn this. Turn down a little bit, the gain down a little bit. Okay, so we we on this we on this either or, neither, nor. So we go we gonna start we gonna start with this either or. Okay, so my either is hot rock massages. So I don't know how many of y'all love yourself enough to spend a hundred and thirty five dollars for a hot rock massage. But if you do, I recommend that you do, cause uh, hey, whew, hot rock massage is the. So imagine eating your favorite food while doing your favorite thing with the person you care about the most, getting an A on the test that you didn't study for, while finding a bag with a hundred thousand dollars in it, and knowing. Where your enemy's going to be not ready when you kick the dough in. <laughs> Imagine all those things happen at once. That's how good it feels when you get a high rock massage. Whew. Oh, my goodness. And so, check this out. I was like, hey, what do I need a high rock massage for? Like, I don't want my, I don't like the smell of burning flesh. So, here's the thing. Whenever you go get anything that's good for your body or yourself, be watch out for who you talk to, Right? Because sometimes the people that you talk to, they gonna, they give you a terrible rating, right? Like, they don't explain it right. They don't they don't really get into it right and tell you how it's supposed to be. Watch out for those people. Like, totally, totally watch out for those people because they just, they, they, can't, they can't explain it right to you, right? So I was told I went to the wrong person to learn about a hot rock massage. So once I figured out what the hot rock massage was, I was like, yeah, well, I don't want to smell burning flesh. 
who wants to do that? Like, how they, how they, they was like, yeah, so they got a bag of rocks, and so this is how they sounded to me. Yeah, they got a bag of rocks, and they just going to put them off in this cooker, and they going to cook the bag of rocks for like 45 minutes, and then when you get in there and lay down, they going to take the rocks out, and then they just going to set them on your back, on your exposed skin, and then they just going to stack them on top of you, and it's going to burn a little bit, and then if it burns a little bit, you're like, you cry or whatever, how you, you got to deal with it, they just charge it to the game, and then you leave out of there with galls on your back. <laughs> I was like, "What? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want gloves on my back. I don't. <laughs> I'm not trying to deal. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. But so I talked myself into it. I was like, "Hey, you. Sometimes you got to reward yourself for the good things that you do in life. And so I'm gonna go get this massage. So I really didn't go there to get the high rock massage. I just kind of go like to get my spine cracked a little bit. That's the regular massage. They get on the table, put the knee in your back, and then your back is great, right?" But I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good today. So I'm gonna get this high rock massage. Man, oh man. Whew. So high rock massage is Janet Jackson, young Janet Jackson, young Halle Berry, and Angela Bassett right now, all rolled in one on your back, slightly burning. Slightly. I mean, like, have you ever had a reaction where you feel a certain type of pain and your eyes just have tears? Like, like you don't know they're having tears, but you just start crying. Like, you don't know you're crying. That's what happened. And it felt, it, that pain was oh so good. Oh, and they just lined them up on my, on my spine. Oh, they lined them up and then they hit. So they, I guess they did this like this, this layout where they do acupuncture, but not, but they laid it out. The pattern of the rocks was in a pattern that was on my spine and my muscles. Oh. Man, it was hot at first, and then before you know it, I was. <sighs> I mean, I fell asleep. <laughs> Man, that's how, that's how good it felt. Like, I fell asleep while I was getting the hot rock massage, and I was like, oh, that's extra dope. And then after you get out the hot rock massage, they got this room in the back. Well, okay, well, let me clarify. So not that room in the back, but they got this room in the back was like a heat. It's like a uh, sauna where you sit down and you sweat out all the, the uh, pain in your body. You sweat out all the pain in your body, and then you just kind of cool down. Oh, and then you get up and you leave. And it was, you know, I, when I sat down in the seat, I was like, ah, 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 oh. Because, you know, it burned a little. It burned just a little bit. But after that, oh, it was so, it just it just felt so good, right? And then you get the lotion on your back or the cocoa butter. Oh, man, just, it just feels extra great. So if you're going to do yourself a favor, go get a hot rock massage, right? But have somebody go with you, not to get one, but send the lobby and wait so that person can drive you home. Oh, that pain is so good. It's like getting a wisdom tooth pulled. Kind of. <laughs> Like a wisdom tooth that hurts, getting it pulled. Like it hurt when you got it pulled. Because no matter how much time, how many times they stuck you in the mouth to get the, uh, because they used to do the thing. So, sidebar, they used to, I used to, when I got my wisdom tooth pulled, just the back one on the left, they got this orange stuff that they rub on this Q-tip. And it's, you think that it's going to soften, like it numbs your mouth just a little bit until they pull out that six-inch needle, stick you in the mouth. Oh, it hurts so bad. But then they pull out the tooth, and it be good. Like, so you, it hurts like that. Well, kind of not like that, but just in your back. Well, at least on the pattern that they laid the, the stones, the hot stones on your back. I should have asked them how much it costs. Well, not how much it costs, but how long the rocks were in there and how they heat the rocks. Because they didn't feel like it was pulling my skin off when they pulled them off. But, you know, hey, nonetheless, 
High Ride Massage. Go enjoy it. It was absolutely great. Felt good to me. That was my reward. My second thing, my or, is CrossFit Gender Equity. <laughs> so this is my or. So check it out. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be a... Uh, the cat no, not the Catholic. That's ten ten the Catholics are ten things? No, no, hell no, that's too many. I'm trying to do a Iron Man. So I wanna be an Iron Man person, right? Cause I can swim probably about twenty meters and I can bike all day, right? And I can run maybe like a five K. So I'm thinking about training to be an Iron Man person. Triathlete, thank you. So it's for the gender equity. I'm trying to be a triathlete, right? And so I was like, hey, I'm going to do this. I was uh, working out, and I saw the sign, and it said, hey, we got a uh, free CrossFit at the university. Normally, the CrossFit is like $400 a month. Never going to do that. So I was like, it says free CrossFit for the rest of the summer. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get in here for the rest of the summer. Free works for me all day. So the first one, this had a dude offending me. So I walked in, he was like, <clears throat> sir, we get ready to close off the ropes because we get ready to do this CrossFit class. And I was like, well, that's what I'm here for. And he was like, oh, like he was surprised. Like he was surprised. And I get it. Everybody in the CrossFit class is 25 under. I totally get that. So that makes complete sense to me. Don't, don't disrespect me though. Like I get it that you was thinking because I was older, not old, older, that I probably couldn't kick it. So at the end of that first CrossFit class, I was laid out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. I, I wasn't expecting it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, I can deadlift three sets of uh, 12 of uh, 225. I can bench press, you know, three sets of 12, 225. I can, uh, I can squat three sets of 12, 225. Like, that's my normal workout. So I'm like strong for my age. But what I'm not for my age is in shape. Yeah, so I'm not in shape at all. So I passed out. Well, I didn't pass out, but I was, hey, I was the last one to leave. We had a set time. So here's the thing about CrossFit that I hate. Every workout got a set time, right? So you got 18 minutes. And it's always awkward, 27 minutes, 23 minutes, 37 minutes. And so I was like, hey, I didn't finish. So the dude was like, he just walked over to me on the ground, and he was like, I'm going to just put a smiley face by your time because I know you didn't finish in the amount of time. I was like, cool. I didn't feel like arguing. My ego wasn't hurt. I was too tired. So anyway, this is day three. So I went to three CrossFits. So this time we had to do 30 wall ball tosses. Three sets of 30. And we had to do this clean and jerk thing. Three sets of 30. So we did 90 reps. Now, the most reps I do with the wall ball toss is like 10. Three sets of 10. And, you know, he was, and this is what was funny about it. So he was like, hey, we, so we did this dumbbell thing where we had to throw the dumbbell. We had to uh, do the dumbbell squat. So you uh, bend down, pick up the dumbbell, then lift it one arm over your head. And he was like, hey, and we're going to do that. So then you have to do two laps around the gym. And you do got to do these stairs up to the third floor and back down to the first floor. And then, and then he said the weight amounts. So he was like, okay, so we're going to do for the, the uh, clean and jerk, we're going to, if for ladies, for guys, you can do 20 kilograms. Ladies, you can do 10 kilograms. And then he was like, for guys, you can do the 53-pound dumbbell. And then for the ladies, you can do the um, 12, no, the 20, the 35-pound dumbbell. And then he was like, for the ball toss, you can get the 20-pound ball. Or ladies, you can get the 10-pound ball. Psh, man, I ran and got all them ladies' weights. <laughs> it was women looking at me like, hey, 
You, he said 53 pounds on the kettlebell for men. I was like, oh, well, I heard what he said. I'm not going to tear my growing out trying to do what he said a man should do. I was like, hey, this, hey, it's all about the gender equity. You a woman, go over there and pick up that 53-pound dumbbell. You can do it. I believe in you. I don't believe in me. So, matter of fact, hand me that 10-pound ball toss so I can toss the ball, and I'm going to get that 10-kilogram uh, uh, bar so I can do this, this woman workout. And I didn't feel bad about it at all. And it was women that was mad because all the all the ones that was for them, because there was more women there. So when I took, I took they seat at the table. I showed did take they seat. I took they weighted seats. And I didn't feel bad about it at all. I was like, hey, I'm I'm here. I'm it's like a, a man coaching in the WNBA. Like if you're a man coaching in the WNBA, you trash. Like you should be that women should be able to coach in the WNBA without men in the space. Get out of space. And women should be the coach in the NBA, too, because men always been coaching in there forever. Never been a head coach in the NBA that was a woman. So I get that. But I was doing the gender equity in reverse. I was like, hey, I want women to get a chance to step up to the man weights. Hey, we talking about equality. Women want to get treated equal. Go on over there and get that 50 pound, get that 53 pound kettlebell, get that 20 kilogram uh, bar, and then go ahead and get that 20 pound ball and get to tossing. <laughs> And they was mad as hell looking at me, waiting for me. But they couldn't wait because it was a 20-minute workout. So it was, hey, some of them women, man, it was a woman off in there. Woo! Man, she looked like she was a, a she was on Olympic team for Croatia. She <laughs> I bet right now she could do 10 reps of 225, bench, deadlift, and a squat at the same time. <laughs> Like, that's how buff she was, and no disrespect to buff women. Hey, do your thing. But I was like, hey, I'm doing, I'm going to go ahead and get this CrossFit. I, I've been doing it. I feel better. Like, I feel stronger in ways my body was sore. Like, I hadn't I hadn't taken, so when, sidebar, when we bought the house, we had our house built from the ground up. A, bre a breaking point for us was, you know, we need a tub in the house that's big enough for the both of us to get in the tub together. And so we got the size tub that we wanted, and we moved in 14 months ago. I done been in that tub twice. <laughs> like, like a shower is just better, right? It's just quicker to do a shower, get in, take a shower, get out, go do whatever you had to do. Man, I went home uh, Monday. I got in that shower. I got in that tub. I did. I ran the water all the way hot to scalding. I ran the water super scalding hot. Right, I, I just I felt like Mandingo in the Mandingo movie where they 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 pitchforked the brother into the boiling hot pot. That's how I felt. But it, it, I, hey, it felt good. And it got me relaxing. But yeah, that's yeah, that's my that's my or like CrossFit gender equity. So all you guys out there, because I got male friends that didn't hurt themselves trying to keep up with the instructor because everybody in the room's twenty five. Don't do that. Be respectful of these women. Be an anti-sexist sexist. And give, and give up your right to lift the man weights. And let the women lift the man weights. Show that you respect equality, right? And step off. Yeah, get off Get off the bus. Be, be Rosa Parks, right? Get, get out the seat in reverse. <laughs> yeah, be Rosa Parks in reverse. And get up out the seat and let that woman get that weight over there for herself. Because she deserves that. She deserves that same amount of soreness that I got right now. As I'm sitting here doing the Facade Podcast on my economic, ergonomically fitting chair that I can fall in. Oh, back to sleep in. Oh, it got a headrest on it. Mm. Woo. 
I'm sorry, I digress. So that's my either or. Either or either high rock massage or CrossFit gender equity. Do that. It'll make you feel better as a person. Here's my neither nor. And we're 51 minutes in. And I'm finna get serious. How many of y'all use uh, Venmo? Like, Venmo's cool. Some of y'all use Cash App. Like I said, uh, Dollar Sign Facade Podcast. If you want them feed pics or videos, because I will ship them out to you. Man or woman, you want it, I got it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Some of y'all use PayPal. Some of y'all use Venmo. Some of y'all use, uh, uh, what's, so, what's, what y'all use again? What? Vert? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I use Venmo, right? And so I get a call from one of my boys. Well, not one of my boys, one of my boys adjacent. Again, the Facade Podcast, don't do no dry snitching. All the names have been changed to protect the innocent. And he hit me up and said, hey, man, I need your advice. I said, what's wrong with you? He said, man, something extra hot and crazy didn't happen. I might need to come sleep on your couch. I was like, well, extra hot and crazy? Well, explain it to me. He was like, hey. I got a text from my girl, and I was like, okay, that's bad. What's, why is that bad? She said, hey, I was looking on Venmo, and your Venmo said $150 to Keisha for hotel. I was like, what? He said, yeah. That's what she said in the text message. And so I opened the Venmo, and I look on here. I got my Venmo open right now. So if you click the world button, it says Zoom Lee. Paid Ming Ming Zhang, and it got 12 minutes. And then it got, like, some people use uh, that D-Lan Andro, play Ricky Drake, or some other people. I don't even know who these people are. They're just regular people. So if I pick person to person, it says, you know, Christina Duncan paid Rosie Parks for lawn service for June and July, right? And here's the thing. It don't show you how much money it was on here, on this one, I guess. I must be pushing the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, now that's, yeah, that's for me. So it shows how, many, how much money people pay. But she know that he sent her money for a hotel room. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, man, that's terrible right there. Like, you, you got the Venmo blues. Like, you got the Venmo blues, man, because your girl can go in the Venmo stream. Who thought of that? That's trash. I'm not suggesting anybody cheat. Right? So you do your thing with whomever you do. But here's the deal. Even if you're not cheating, like it's my money. If I want to spend my money, if I want to get a, uh, if I want to get a, if I want to go somewhere and spend money to get a uh, kale uh, and cauliflower facial, like, and I paid you to do that, right? Nobody should know that but me. I should be able to get you my money, cash out, you send me the money. Guess what? Don't nobody even know you sent me the money, first of all. Second of all, you sent me the money. Don't nobody know how much you sent me the money for. Unless you're looking in my iPhone, which nobody better not be doing because I'm all about privacy. Everybody got privacy since 2019. I mean, when I was young, I had to be about seven years old. That's when I first learned, don't go in your mama's purse. Because I remember going in my mama's purse for something, and then I remember my mama standing over me when I woke up. And she said, don't you ever go in my purse again. That's what we're not going to do. <laughs> it's going my purse without my permission. What's wrong with you? Wake up. Get up. I'll never forget that. That mama was serious. And so 2019, going in my phone is the equivalent of that. Not that I would slap nobody till they knocked out or unconscious, but I'm just saying. I would never go in nobody's phone. 
nobody's phone. Like that's that's their purse. Everybody's carrying around a purse. That's a digital one. I'll never go on your phone. Don't ever go on my phone. But Venmo, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all about to get people caught up. Not me. You didn't get me caught up. I ain't paying for no hotel rooms. Ever. And so, yeah, don't don't do that. I'm just saying, like, that's... So my advice to my boy was like, well, what's, what's your rationale for that? Did she need money? Did you owe her money? Because you lost on a Super Bowl? Because you bet that the Rams was going to score more than three when they played the Patriots? And because they didn't, you had to give her the $150 that you owed her, and you had been avoiding trying to pay her. And then she said, where's my $150? And you said, ah, oh, I might as well go ahead and pay you because it's months later. And she said, well, go ahead and Venmo it to me because I got to stay in this hotel. And you venmo it to her because she was in a whole other state, and she needed $150. And so you paid for the $150 in Venmo for a hotel for her to stay in that wasn't in the state that you was in because you ain't cheating with her and you don't really know who she is. I mean... That's a good example. Because <laughs> I don't give advice for stuff that I ain't never done. That's my main thing. Like, I, if I ever done it, I'm not giving advice. If I did something, then I can tell you advice, right? Because don't take advice from people that never did what you, your situation or what you, whatever you want. That, that's, that just ain't smart, just in general. And so, yeah, he was like, okay, I'll tell her that. And he did, and yeah, they broke it up. <laughs> She broke up, so I guess he delivered it wrong, but he'll get it back. Yeah, he, I told you in some earlier podcasts, only two types of people. Boomerangs, yeah, boomerangs and frisbees. Like, that's all, that's all people are. They boomerangs and frisbees when you date. So throw them away. The one that come back, that's the one you marry. <laughs> but that's a whole that's a whole up discussion. I digress. That, that's my, my neither. Vimo, yeah, because it shows the purchases. Vimo, it's no need to do that. This is my nor. So, I really am going to be vegan come uh, December 31st, 2019. I'm going to be vegan, 100%. But it got me to thinking, because I really haven't had ice cream in a while, right? And so, I was like, man, I was in the house one day, and I heard, and it was an ice cream truck. And I was like, man, I ain't, I haven't ran full speed into the house and said, mama, 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 I need a dollar, the ice cream man. I haven't done that since I was little. And so I was reaching in my pocket. I was like, man, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out here and get this ice cream, right? And so I went outside to the ice cream truck and I was like, man, ice cream man, I need to go ahead and get this, you know, ice cream, this ice cream from you. What you got? Every single picture of an ice cream cone was shaped, was shaped like a phallic symbol. <laughs> I said, hey, man, I got a question. You ain't got no ice cream on this truck that's shaped like a circle or a triangle or a rhombus. Rhombus is my favorite shape, by the way. So if I, if I ask you what's your favorite shape, if you don't got an answer to that question, we're probably not going to be friends. Because that, that's just me. I like shapes. That Ramos is my favorite shape. But I was like, hey, man, every single popsicle that's pictured is the shape of a phallic symbol? <laughs> like, what, what's up with that? And then this one got, so I got to thinking, you know, after I passed on getting ice cream, because he didn't have a regular shape, a different shape type of ice cream. I was like, man, he, so he's driving around on a bus, and then, hold on, ice is calling me. Hold on, this ice is calling me. Hold on. Hello? Hey, Dad. What you doing, Isis? We just got back from the night session. 
Uh oh, you on the podcast? Hey, podcast. That my voice is so bad. Oh, your voice sounds terrible. Like crazy. You sound crazy. Y'all, y'all screaming. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where you at now? I'm in my dorm, just chilling like a villain. What time is it there? It is uh, 10:44. Okay, you out behind me. I'm finishing the podcast. I call you back. Okay. Bye, podcast. All right. Bye. And so I was like, yeah. So this grown man. It's riding around in a truck with a song on, Pied Piper, that encourages kids to run up to his truck so he can hand them a phallic symbol popsicle. That ain't cool. <laughs> that ain't cool. I'm anti-popsicle man. That's that's Mr. Rob. That's Mr. Rogers esque. Like, don't do that. That's the yes. In my 2019 adult lens is way different than my. 1985 lens when I was young. Like, my lens is different. So some professors just don't need to be breached, uh, broached. Yeah, they just don't need to be broached. So that's my, that's my Noah. Like, whoever's making popsicles, and I don't know the names of the brands. It's make Kellogg. I don't know who making popsicles. But we got to get the popsicle, phallic symbol. Yeah, we don't need that. In 2019, I'm offended. That's just like, yeah, that's me too, popsicle. I don't like that. The hashtag Me Too Popsicle. We're not doing that. So just, just don't get away from that because that ain't hot. Don't, don't do that. We got we got to definitely get away from that. That's, that's, that's my neither. Venmo or my nor is phallic-shaped popsicles. We need to stop doing that. 100%. And something else we're not. So this, what I mentioned earlier, what we're not going to do, we are our end. What we're not going to do for this, this podcast of 14 is uh, we're not going to claim that this MCU Phase 4 is hot because it looks like it's going to be boring AF. I'm out, I'm out of my mind. I'm bored out of my mind. I had, to pick, I had to put it together. I'm looking at it right now. So here's the thing. Disney is getting ready to destroy the MCU, and it's going to be extra trash. I hate to say that, right? So I'm not a DC person. I'm a Marvel person, 200%, right? Sorry, still drinking coffee at 11.59 p.m. So, uh, yeah, MCU. Here, here's what we got coming up, right? So we got Black Widow, like, May 1st, 2020. So this Black Widow is before she became one of the Avengers. So I don't care about that. Like, I don't want to see a whole movie about her being a spy. She don't even have no superpowers. She's just a person that can shoot a gun. So next, uh... Falcon and Winter Soldier. <sighs> this is a Disney joint. So I don't know if Falcon and Winter Soldier going to be hot. Like, Falcon is dope. It's good to see a black man be, you know, Captain America. And we already know his character. We already know Winter Soldier. Gave it to Iron Man, you know, with the fake arm. One fake arm. Not, no disrespect to people that don't have both their arms. Not laughing at that. But I'm just saying, Winter Soldier, he was extra gangster. So I, I appreciate that. But I'm just like, eh. Okay, what's gonna be the plot to that? Are they gonna be together? Is they uh, like what's the timeline? But anyway, Dizzy's doing that, so I I may go see that maybe. But that's a uh, fall of 2020. So they give me two in 2020. Fall of 2020 to me is like August, right? That's in the summer. Then they got the Eternals. Now the Eternals gonna be extra dope. November 6, 2020. Looking forward to the Eternals dropping. So that's three. They giving us three movies in Phase Four. Right, so the first three movies, I got one that's an extra no, one that's a ah, and one that's Eternals. 
I ain't seen all 21 Marvel movies, so I'm invested. For those of you who be like, yeah, he just talking. He ain't, he don't know nothing about. Okay, no, this ain't, I'm not somebody that never played in the league, right? I'm Shannon Sharp. I got a, I'm a Hall of Fame tight end. When it comes to movies, I don't watch more movies before 6 a.m. than most of y'all have your entire lives. So, then the fourth movie that we got, uh, February 2021. This is Shang-Chi. I don't know if that's The Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi, Marvel Studios. So, this should be a good one because the, the person that's the character is probably of Asian descent instead of having somebody... Like um, like what what's what's the man on uh the the defenders? Oh, I can't think his name. Some cat. This cat. He's uh, uh, it's like all the other movies. Avatar. You know, white guy comes in. He's the chosen one, even though he ain't of Asian descent. He mastered the tech, the the fighting style in in, in his sleep. So I don't want to see that at all. But that that may be good. Change it. But then we go to one division. It's a Disney. Thing so it's probably, I don't even know what that is. One division that if I gotta figure out what it is, it's trash. I don't want no new nothing, no new arcs. Finish out the second arcs. So then we got spring 2021. So they giving us Shang-Chi in uh 12 in February the 12th 2021. Then they giving us uh in spring 21. Then they giving us Doc Strange. This movie Marvel Studios is gonna be extra cooking. So I like Doctor Strange. Like he, he's on my top. His movie was in my top five of all the Marvel movies. It was extra dope. So we got, again, we got one Shang-Chi. Don't even know who that character is. So that's, uh. Then we got one definitely not going to see. And then we got one Doc Strange. It's going to be extra hot. So they're giving us six movies between now and 2021. Doctor Strange and Eternals, only two of them going to be hot. That's a, that's a a two out of six average for hot? That's trash. This man, they, Disney finna kill this. Then Loki, spring of 2021. Disney and Marvel Studios. Why do Loki need a movie? Loki don't need no movie. I I know who Loki is. They stole Loki. He ain't even part of he ain't even part of the family tree. Why do he get a movie? He ain't Thor's real brother. I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna see that. Then what if? I'm thinking about that every time I look at the movies. Like what if they didn't make none of these movies? That's summer 2021. What if? I don't even know what that's about. What if you don't make this movie? How about that? Then we got uh, fall of 2021, Hawkeye. Again, another guy that can shoot an arrow. He ain't Legolas. He ain't even Daryl in uh, Walking Dead. Accurate with the arrow. So, yeah, man, get out of here. Black Widow and Hawkeye, neither one of them need a movie. So, scratch that. So, we got... So then we back to trash. Loki, nope. What if, nope. Hawkeye, nope. Then we got Thor, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder? <sighs> Come on, man. Don't force no romantic comedy on me. I don't care about love in a, in a Marvel Thor movie. I want to see heads getting banged open. So we got, so we're looking at 10 movies and only Doc Strange and Eternal's going to be good. That's a 20% average of hot. That's going to be trash. And what's missing is Black Panther 2. Let me be clear. If I got to wait to 2021 to see a Black Panther movie, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the MCU. MCU is trash. It's, it's starting to be trash, man. They Disney came in and made the franchise trash. So that, that's what we're not going to do. I had to set my phone down. That's what, we, what we're not going to do is pretend this MCU Phase 4 going to be worth anything. Because I think it's going to be extra hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage. And I'm not going to see. I got money for Eternals and I got money for uh, 
for Doc Strange. So by 2021, I'm going to open them a wallet a little bit. But that's it. Twenty the twenty rest of twenty nineteen. That Spider Man Away from Home. That was trash. That was trash. Disney gon' man. They gonna sink the ship. It ain't gonna be bad enough for me to be like, hey, I'm I'm gonna go. You know, be a DC comic fan because I'm not DC. Other than Batman, DC is trash. But I'm like, yeah, I I don't know. That's I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm getting emotional. Sorry, my bad. But I just don't man. Don't comic is my escapism. Let me escape. Right. Without you being trash. That's all I'm saying. Don't don't do that. So, we are we are hour and seven minutes in. How y'all doing? <laughs> we finna get to the talking about. Yay, yay. So, again, this is episode 14. And I done had some questions on the talking about that I can't say out loud. <laughs> I asked some questions. I just responded in the DM because the question was just, Ooh, like I, I like I hear, so here's the thing. I know y'all listen to the podcast. We got since we're on Anchor now, so we on Anchor FM. So the podcast is on like ten spaces. So it's not just on uh on a Spotify. So my my day ones was Spotify, and they approved me first. Now Apple approved me, then Spotify approved me, right? So they was my day ones, right? So it ain't just on those platforms. Now it's on Anchor. So Anchor's like the hub. Like Hub City. So you go to Anchor and you click on Anchor and you can download and listen to it there or Spotify, Breaker, whatever you listen to, right? And so I, I really wish our listeners on, on Anchor, they got a thing that says message. You can leave a, a voice message and I can download it and play it on the show when you ask your questions. So I prefer that because some of these questions is way to the left. <laughs> they way to the left, right? But, I, but, I, but I'm here to be your mental load. Again, ladies and guys, if you need somebody to listen to your to your problems, you want to help them deconstruct, to help you uh, unpack complex or simple things that be going around in your head, I'm your guy. So go ahead and reach out to me. <laughs> go ahead and do it. Dollar Sign Facade Podcast. We can do this. I'm your mental load. I'm here for you. But yeah, so some of them questions are they not inappropriate because you can ask me whatever question you want on my podcast. Ain't no FCC controlling me. I'm going to do and say what I want. This is my therapy. I got anger management issues. Not y'all. Well, some of y'all do have anger management issues, but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. We're talking about me and my anger management issues. So I got a question. I ain't going to say who it's from because, again, the people. So here's what I like about people in general it's like when they support, I appreciate that. When people support, don't nobody have to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. It's me unpacking me. But for those of you who have supported, I appreciate it and thank you. And I especially thank you for, <laughs> for your way left podcast questions. But here's, here's a safe one. This is a safe question. So I'm going to get into it. Talking about how do I hide my depression from coworkers because I don't want them to use it against me to my detriment. Ooh. Now that that this question here is like a job saver, right? It's kind of like a job saver. And so here's the thing. If you're not in my immediate circle, I'm not letting you know nothing personal about me. So I might ask you questions about, you know, how was your weekend? Oh, I cut the yard. I uh washed the car. I like my conversation is trash when you asking me personal questions. I ain't telling you nothing if I, we work together. Absolutely not because you don't need to know my business. But this question here goes to 
like perceptions of weakness around mental stability. Right? So some, some people associate, so if you got depression and you know it, like you're on medication, you've been diagnosed, like don't share that with people at work. Don't tell unless you got, you know, you need to be off or something. Like they gonna use it against you. People are trash. Humans are trash. Don't do it. Like my advice is you come to work. If you need to get out your office and go stand outside in the courtyard and fill them sunbeams on your face and, and slow dance with yourself to your hottest song, do that. But don't tell people, I'm depressed. I take depression medicine because here's what's going to happen. When it's time to get on that grant, when it's time to get that promotion, when it's time for them to send a representative into the field, guess what? You know who they skipping? You. They skipping you extra fast. Because <laughs> here's the problem. Some people falsely associate depression with insanity, right? So you can be sane and be depressed. Right? So don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. So my, my recommendation to you, person, is uh, don't share your real life with your colleagues because uh, they can't be trusted. <laughs> I hate to say that, man. Your colleagues, they can't be trusted. Keep your personal stuff to yourself. If they if they don't got no therapist thing on their door, like my therapist, my therapist ain't going to tell nobody about the stuff that we talk about. They're not going to do that. They're not going to talk about my fears, about my dreams, about all that. Like, they're not going... I, I had a dream I got smothered to death. I had a dream that I woke up floating. Now, I was asleep, but I had a dream that I woke up floating over my bed, and I floated up into the clouds. And a cloud choked, uh, smothered me to death with a different type of cloud. <laughs> Scariest ever, right? I was extra scared. I shared that with my counselor. I just shared it on the podcast because I don't think it's a big deal, but I woke up crying. I was kind of scared, but I realized, hey, you still in your bed. Chill. So I chill, but I'm like, whoa, don't do that. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't share. I, that's just me. I trust people, but I don't trust people. Like if you live in my house, I trust you. If you my pops, I trust you. Grandparents, trust you. Trust my boys, trust you. Like I, my line brothers, trust, I trust four of the five. Well, include me. I trust three of the four. <laughs> yeah, I trust Carlton, Mark, and John. But yeah, I'm just saying, like you trust certain people, some people you don't trust at all, right? That's just, it is what it is. And so don't do that. Yeah, so if you got depression, they're going to use it against you. It's good that you got a healthy sense of paranoia. You realize that they're going to use it against you. That's smart. They playing the game. Will they get you up out of here? I don't want you up out of here. Don't do it. That's my advice. That may sound negative, and if y'all think it's negative, hey, that's just how I done seen people get fired for less. I done seen people get passed over good opportunities because they made a cry or something, or they talked about something that they just, just don't trust. No, just don't do that. Not at work. Don't trust nobody. So, we are, we are an hour and 14 minutes in. Whew, I'm getting ready to wrap this up. It's been good. I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to 90 minutes, right? Every podcast, I'm trying to get to 90 minutes. I'm thinking about adding a different segment, a new segment to the podcast. I ain't going to tell you what it is yet, but I'm thinking about adding a different segment. I'm thinking about how, what I like to do is post the, the sale number, and y'all call in, and we have a conversation for the talking about. Or just make that a whole other segment about hip-hop or whatever y'all want to talk about. We can do it. So I'm thinking about it. But I realize, like, this podcast ain't about interviewing people. It's about me interviewing myself. 
<laughs> Not really. Kind of. But kind of. On the real. Kind of. Because I just need, I need to, I, man, I, this podcast is great for me. Like, and that goes into the detangle. Right? So some people are like, hey, I talked to a, uh, somebody, uh, one of my colleagues, and he was like, hey, the podcast, you know, eventually people are going to pay for the podcast. And I was like, well, I mean, I ain't in it for that. Like I'm, I'm in it for the, I ain't in it for the fame. Like the followers, we got like 200 followers on Instagram. Hey, followers, I appreciate y'all following. You know, but I'm, I, I need this podcast for me, for myself. Escapism is big for me, so I don't, I don't have maladaptive coping strategies. So I don't get high to escape from the world. I don't get drunk to escape from the world. Like I was getting angry, that and that wasn't really a coping strategy. I was just angry, right? And so the podcast for me is my out, right? So that, that brings me to my detangle. Here's why I love the podcast. People have asked. So since I started doing the podcast, I feel like I'm a more whole person, right? And here's why. I feel like I'm a more whole person because I spend every day. I want to challenge you. This is the detangle. I want to challenge every last one of you to spend your entire day searching for the laugh, right? Like laughing is healthy, it's, it's part of being human. Like, I'm not a comedian, right? I'm, I'm a person that tells narratives that's funny, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm, the narrative, I'm not funny. But the stories that I share with people, about people, about my life, man, these stories is funny. And so, you know, as I get to, I'm going to think I'm going to take a class about comedy. I'm going to go into these comedy clubs over the next year. You know, I'm on a two-year timeline. Netflix better get ready. If Netflix is around in two years, when I do my stand-up show, Asphyxiation, it's going to be dope. Because I'm choking everything. Choking every, choking people out. I'm going to be choking the demons out. We're we going to be choking the haters out. Everybody getting choked out. Asphyxiation, I'm building it now. Two years from now, I'm being done it a lot of times. It's going to be dope. I promise you. But yeah, what's, what's, what helps me relax now is that I spend every day looking for the laugh. I search for the laugh. The funniest stuff. The, like, the simple, most simple stuff in life. It's funny. And I tell y'all, man, just it's didn't change my life. Like I don't be mad. As mad, like I be I be happy. I be laughing. I spit out my coffee sometimes, cause stuff is funny. I'd have snot come down my nose, cause stuff is funny. Like it's just <laughs> like life is just it's just funny, right? And so that's my thing. That's my challenge to all of y'all. In this detangle. Search. Spend your whole day searching for the laugh. I guarantee you, it's going to be three things you can laugh at. And when you laugh at those things, don't care about who's around. Laugh as loud and as hard as you can at those things because they're funny and your body needs it. You, your soul needs to be free. I believe your soul frees itself every time you laugh. So go ahead and just laugh because I don't want y'all in bondage. I don't want your soul in bondage. right? I don't want your soul tied. Well, soul ties is something else that I don't want you to get. Soul ties is worse than other things you could get. Yeah, so if you just get pregnant out of that, hey, that you you won, but soul ties, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't want your, I don't want nobody's depression, none of that. So avoid for the soul tie, but I want you to untie your soul through laughter. That's really, that's the end of the, of the detangle. So this is the end of Facade Podcast, episode 14. Getting ready to bounce it down with the studio, 12, 14 in the morning. We on Anchor FM. We on, uh, we on Facebook. We on, uh, no, we're not, on, we're not on Facebook. We may get on Facebook, though. But we on uh, Instagram. We on uh, Twitter. On Instagram, it's Facade Pod, because these busters took the podcast. And, and on Twitter, it's Facade Podcast. I'm your host, 
Dr. BK Hodgkins, Son of Hip Hop. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I enjoyed giving it to you. <laughs> oh man, that just that didn't sound right. It's all kind of wrong. But anyway, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. Yeah, and be mindful that we maraud for ears. One.